everybody, Jim here, and before we get into what is a Patreon Spotlight episode here on the regular feed, let me remind everybody that it is Annuals Week here at DC Comics, and Annuals Week means that the podcast is exclusive this week to the Patreon. It's a Patreon-only show, so if you want to listen to this week's Annuals podcast with me and Eric, you'll have to go over to the Patreon at patreon.com slash weirdscience, sign up, and you'll get to listen to that. And as I always say, when you sign up, you will not get charged right away. You'll only get charged if you carry over into August. So you'll have a whole month to check out everything you want to check out and hopefully enjoy what you're listening to and want more and more and more as they used to sing and carry over in August. And then, yes, you'll be charged then. But to show you also what else we do, besides having that exclusive show that everybody tells me pretty low, Jim, you end up being able to listen to things like the podcast that I'm going to give you right here. It's the Secret Origins podcast on Green Arrow and Roy Harper Speedy. And I think that it's pretty good with the relevance because of this week having the Green Arrow 80th anniversary issue dropping. And it's funny because when this starts, you'll hear me say that it's also was it was relevant back in October 3rd, 2018 when I did this because that was the week that you had the funeral for Roy Harper. So you'll be able to listen to this. It's Green Arrow and Speedy's first appearance from More Fun Comics, number 73 from 1941. Check out the show notes. There'll be the links to go over to the Patreon. But again, it's patreon.com slash weird science where shows like this, the regular podcast this week and almost 2000 other shows. You have DC, Marvel, indie, cartoons, movies, all this stuff. It's all crazy. We ended up doing a pop culture podcast today with me and Eric. If you for from back in the day, we used to have that as a separate thing. But that's on the Patreon as well. Listen to all of those. But here we go off to the Secret Origins podcast on Green Arrow and Speedy. Hello and welcome to episode three of the Secret Origins podcast. This episode featuring Green Arrow and as a side deal, Speedy as well. And I think that this is very relevant for this week uh, because if you are listening to this right as I record it this week, we actually had the spoiler alert funeral for Roy Harper with Green Arrow freaking out there, which he should have. But this is going all the way back to not their origin, but their first appearance. And Green Arrow and Speedy first appeared in More Fun Comics number 73, cover dated November of 1941. And if you think that that sounds familiar, it is indeed the issue that Aquaman debuted as well. It was illustrated by artist George Papp. Uh, Written by Mort Weisinger, when Mort Weisinger was creating the character, aside from the obvious allusions to Robin Hood, he took inspiration from a movie serial, The Green Archer, based on the novel by Edgar Wallace. He retooled the concept into a superhero archer with obvious Batman influences. Now, I've read some things where Mort Weisinger really likes to make a stand and say that he had no influence from Batman at all. And it's kind of silly to think that he would even think that himself. The, the, uh, you know, some of the concepts that he seemed to have retold were Green Arrow's sidekick Speedy, his use of the arrow car and aeroplane for transportation. And now at the beginning of this, it's one of the things that makes me laugh in this first issue because the aeroplane is actually the arrow car that we'll get to that. His use of an arrow cave as his headquarters, his alter ego as a wealthy playboy, the use of an arrow signal 
to summon him as well as a clown-like arch foe named Bullseye, similar to Batman's arch foe, the Joker. His and Speedy's first origin stories were told in more fun comics and the actual origin stories uh, that go back to the real origin are later in more fun comics number 89 which i will feature eventually this is just going to be their first appearance green arrow ran as a backup feature in more fun comics until the mid 1940s then in adventure comics between 1946 and 1960 green arrow and speedy also appeared in various issues of world's finest comics until issue number 140 in 1964 the Green Arrow and Speedy feature was one of the five backup features to be promoted in one of the earliest team-up books, Leading Comics. He was one of the few DC characters to keep going after the golden age of comic books. His longevity was due to the influence of creator Mort Weisinger, who kept him as a backup feature to the headlining Superboy, first in more fun comics than adventure comics. Since Superman-related titles were all but guaranteed successes during that period, Green Arrow endured the 1940s and 50s relatively unchanged, outlasting most of his Golden Age contemporaries, and as a result, he avoided being revived and reimagined for the Silver Age as the Flash, Green Lantern, and others were. Uh, and we're going to get into this where we go through more fun comics number 73, which I will tell you, it, it, it's a lot of fun. And we're going to start with that right now. All right. Now, the story is named The Case of the Namesake Murders. And you start with a title page that actually tells you a little synopsis of what we are going to get from it. It says the Green Arrow and Speedy Wizard Archers of the Century crush a cavalcade of crime when murder visits the History Club and a mysterious killer bequeaths strange dooms to the namesakes of famous men. And we start right with that, where you have a guy who actually looks like the shadow, if you know what the shadow looks like in comics. It looks like the shadow who's going around, and he is killing off members of the, quote, history club that end up having the names of famous people, and so he is killing them in appropriate ways, where he first goes to George Lincoln's home and says, and it's funny because as he kills them, he yells out exactly what he's doing. He says, Abraham Lincoln died by the gun, and so do you. And then he goes off to... John Hale's yacht and says the noose was good enough for your namesake, Nathan Hale, and then hangs him. Then the next one is a guy, and you can get the gist of this, Anthony Caesar, oil magnet, who is now going to get stabbed. And with that, you do go then to see the first bit of Oliver and Roy. Oliver and Roy are in the, our, their apartment getting ready for a vacation. And a couple things that are odd about this are not odd, but changed throughout when you get into more of the history of Green Arrow. First off, Oliver's hair is not blonde here. It is brown. Uh, also, uh, they set this up as if the Green Arrow and Speedy are pretty much worldwide sensations already. As This, this is such a cool, to me, a cold open, almost like why I love Star Wars, where you had a universe that was already lived in. They go right to it. Mort Weisinger goes right to it because... He ends up where Oliver says, hey, uh, Roy, you ready to go on vacation? He has a, a tennis racket. Hey, we're going to go play some tennis, hey, Roy? And Roy says, oh, boy, can we use that vacation? Uh, we just got done the Golden Mummy case, and that had us busy. So that's cool. It actually sets up something that already happened, which really did. This is the first issue. And if you were like me, I'm sure that I would have read that back in the day, and back in the day, 1941, and be like, well, where is this, you know, gold mummy case? I need to get a hold of that. That sounds really cool. Obviously, there isn't that. But as they are packing up, 
they end up hearing the radio. They should have turned off the radio. They would have been off playing tennis uh, with their, you know, bachelor type life. But no, the radio's on and there is a news flash. And it even it, it makes me laugh, this news flash, because Mort Weisinger just wants you to get the gist of this murder mystery starting. And even by the end, has etc. etc. Because it says... Newsflash, the police are still baffled by the mysterious murders of three members of the famous history club last night. No clues, etc., etc. And that's where Roy's like, yeah, here we go again. And Oliver's like, you said it. And they go off and they end up getting in their costume and then going into their secret garage with the fastest car on wheels, the aeroplane. So the aeroplane is actually a car that looks like a rocket type missile plane type thing but they get in and it says it's the fastest thing on wheels and they race off to the history club uh which even just having a history club seems kind of ridiculous to me but it's funny uh but as they go the best part of this is they get up to it and they kind of slow down not fully stopped it seems at one point and basically green arrow says to speedy who was driving says you know speedy contact and then the narration says, as he says, contact speedy reaches below, pulls a trigger under the dashboard, and it catapults. Green Arrow's seat turns into a catapult, which catapults him three stories up. He crashes through the window to go talk to the History Club. Now, the, the worst thing or funniest thing about this is that they don't – it's not like he's breaking in. He's not going after bad guys. These are the guys who he's there to protect. He just smashes through the window. Everybody just goes, the green arrow. And then they start talking to him. I want somebody to say, like, who's paying for this window? It's so he He doesn't take the door. Green arrow comes to the the crime scene, or at least comes to investigate. But he's not got time for doors. He ends up with the catapult that just zooms him up there. It, It really is hilarious, the concept that he will not use the door and stare. And now he's with the history club. And they kind of explain what it is. They say that they are an organization with namesakes of famous people, including President Amos Socrates, Leonard Achilles, uh, you know, names like this, Ezra Sampson. And you have Leonard Achilles who says, I'm next. I received a note and I'm afraid I'm going to get killed like my namesake. He's going to do something to my ankle. But I have out. I, I outthought him. I'm wearing metal boots. This is where Oliver's like, don't you think he might take that into account that he wanted you to do this? And you see that this guy is standing on a red carpet that's just in the middle of a whole blue carpeted room and then ends up electrocuting him. There is a like there there is like a pad underneath that sends electricity up and electrocutes Achilles and he's dead. As this goes on, for some reason, because they, they have killed Achilles, for some reason Somebody outside shoots a bullet that whizzes past Green Arrow's head, and he says, oh, no, somebody tried to shoot me. I'm going to go. So it's where another broken window now, because the bullet came through, smashed a window. So now you have all these windows smashed. He goes, sees that there's a guy running, and shoots his tightrope arrow, and then tightropes across. And this guy, this gangster, must be the slowest guy ever, because as he's tightroping across, the guy's just running away. He doesn't get it very far because then Speedy comes via catapult now. He even says, and he says, 
I catapulted up here just in time, methinks. And Green Arrow yells, well, look who's joining in the skunk hunt. <laughs> so ridiculous. But they're chasing the guy. They see this gangster go, and the two of them just let loose with arrows and end up they end up pinning this guy against the pigeon coop on top of the next building. So they go there and say to him, you know, why did you try to shoot me? This guy said, this guy squeals so easily. Oh, they're there. And he just tells everything. Listen, I'm Muggsy Smith. There, there's no sort of, you know, thing with the name and serial number here. It's I'm Muggsy Smith. The chief told me to plug you if you entered the club. I've never seen his face. He always wears a mask, but he has a hideout. I'll tell you where it is. They're joining up together at five. So he goes, he takes this guy, takes him to the police, heads off in the aeroplane, and goes back to their apartment where he gets disguised to make him look like this Muggsy Smith and heads off to this meeting. And the problem is there's a thing that he didn't take into account of Muggsy because when he gets there, the bad guy who still looks like the shadow says, all right, you know, the next to die is Frank Darcy, but we're going to have to deal with a traitor amongst us first and all these thugs. And there's a bunch of thugs like, what's up, Muggsy? What, what are you talking about? And they're like, look at him. Grab him. And they grab him like, hey, that ain't Muggsy. Muggsy only had four fingers on his right hand. I'm like, oh, foiled by the missing finger. Once again, Green Arrow, they grab him and they tie him up. Now, it's funny because they take off the disguise under the disguise that they say is makeup and a wig and things like that, he still has the green arrow domino mask. They don't take that off, though. They just say, oh, but they say, oh, it's green arrow. They, they don't go the step further to kind of get, hey, let's see who green arrow is. But in the meantime, the one other gangster comes in. He saw Speedy snooping around. So he grabbed him. They tie them up and they end up pretty much turning on the gas. In the house, they turn on all the gas, the oven, the, the furnace, all the gas. So they are going to end up killing Green Arrow and Speedy. And it's funny because this guy, this mysterious killer who's killing namesakes of historical figures, does say like, oh, so you want to be William Tell, but it doesn't have anything to do with William Tell dying. Just says, we're going to gas you out. Green Arrow in the last second has the, you know, uh, he, he throws shade at the. Hey, I'd prefer gas over your company. But then when he goes, it gets um, there's at least one crazy thing per page in this comic is why I love it so much, because you have Speedy and Oliver now. They are passing out. This gas is getting them, uh, but they are saved by Oliver kicking his shoe off and breaking yet another window. I, I should have a ding for all the windows broken in this because there are a ton. Uh, he breaks the window. Now, they're still tied up. There's still gas, but we just go from them now into the aeroplane again, saying that they feel great, but they have to go to Darcy's house because he had already found out that Darcy was the Frank Darcy was the next to be killed. And they, he says this is the thing that Darcy is, was killed the same way of Joan of Arc, and that's, uh, you know, death by burning at the stake. So they think that there's going to be some burning. And indeed, when they get to Darcy's home, it's on fire. You have Green Arrow catapult through yet another window. Grabs Darcy, who's now he, he's tied up to his bedpost. He gets him. They come down by speedy, then shooting arrows to make a ladder down the side of the house. And you have Oliver with his, uh, you know, his wit say, 
This is what they mean by the straight and arrow path. Nobody's laughing. Nobody's laughing. But he says, hey, thank you. You better go off now. Darcy says this. You better go off now because I think Samson received a threat as well. So they're like, oh, no. Ezra, Samson's next on the schedule. Let's go. They grab into or jump into the arrow plane again. They head off and they do find Samson bound and gagged. Next to a bomb that is going to go and that would make sense that a building collapsed on Samson in real life and that is how it looks like they're going to try to blow up this bomb so the building collapses on this Samson. Uh, Green Arrow thinks quick, ends up shooting the water cooler, which ends up breaking open, it's glass, it shatters, the water goes on the bomb and no bomb then so you have you have samson saying oh thank goodness uh if you wouldn't have arrived this thing would have blown up and they go off then to figure out what's going on green arrow and speedy so they go back again to the apartment and they say the bomb carries a clue to the killer's identity and in this you think speedy says there's only one person left it's amos socrates it has to be him he's the only one left plus this killer was a tall guy and the guy that you know, is the bad guys tall? Well, they go off to see Socrates' house and look through the window and see that Socrates indeed is being, you know, almost murdered by this mysterious figure. So it's definitely not Socrates. You have the bad guy trying to make Socrates drink poison. Green Arrow shoots arrows. That shatters the glass of poison. And you have the mysterious killer running off then. Green Arrow shoots him in the leg, which does nothing. But then they shoot him again and pin him in the corridor and find out. Speedy finds out that the reason why the shot to the leg didn't make any sort of damage to him is the guy is on stilts. And they end up finding that, indeed, it is Samson, the guy that they had just saved from the bomb. Now, Green Arrow realizes that was the case because he said the bomb was fake. Uh, and he realized that this was the case all along. But while they're kind of gloating about that, it seems, Samson runs, gets away, jumps out the window, gets in his car and speeds off. And you have Speedy and Green Arrow then grab or jump in again. I don't know why I keep saying grab the aeroplane, but they jump in the aeroplane. And you know, that is the fastest thing on wheels. So they go after this guy, uh, Samson, in his car. And while, again, Speedy is driving, uh, which kind of goes against the art at first. It does look like Green Arrow is driving, but uh, Green Arrow stands up in the car, shoots an arrow, blows the back left wheel of Samson's car, which then veers off and goes off a bridge into what they call a tangled steel forming a coffin. So indeed, Green Arrow killed Samson, and there's no doubt about it. He murdered him. He killed him as he was leaving. Uh, They go back then to the history club and say, hey, guys, it was Samson. I I killed him. He's dead. And if you look, he was probably he was the treasurer. They mentioned it before at the beginning. He was the treasurer. If you look, he's probably been embezzling money. And he was just going to do this, kill all of you guys off and steal all the money. And they're like, but he failed thanks to you. And the worst part is that you have Samson dead. You have half of this history club has already died. There's only a couple guys left. So it's not much of a history club right now. But you have Speedy and Oliver go back to the apartment. And Oliver says, hey, you know what? Another trophy. They have a trophy room in the apartment 
where they put these things in there. And again, this is the whole idea that Oliver Queen is kind of this bachelor. He's a rich bachelor. They don't get much into this yet. And Speedy seems to be his ward as, you know, a Batman and Robin type deal. But in plain view, they have a trophy room that has a bomb. I see a bunch of knives, guns, and with each a tag that probably mentions what they are. So you're not really doing well trying to hide your secret identity this way, Oliver. It's very odd. Uh, but yeah, it says uh, other daring criminals will arise to add more trophies to the Green Arrows collection. See the Wizard Archer's Combat, another crime carnival next month. And yeah, it continues on. And like I said at the beginning, it does take a while. It takes over 10 issues to get to what would be his origin and, and Speedy's origin story. Now, uh, not that I'm going to spoil that, but Green Arrow's first origin has nothing to do with the island that, that most people go with, that we go with now. It's more of a circus origin type deal. And, and we'll get to that. And, and eventually I will do the origins, you know, both origins, the first origin and the second one that they go with more now. Uh, but that is it. That is the first appearance of Green Arrow and Speedy. And really, I had I had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. I had already reviewed it as a retro review. This is one of the uh, most fun I've had reading and reviewing a book. Just the goofiness of it is everything that I want from a Golden Age character. And just to think that Mort Weisinger in this one issue of uh, More Fun Comics, number 73, had two really fun issues. The first appearance of Aquaman and the first appearance of Green Arrow. Uh, says a lot, and I, I really do enjoy these and to read them. And so we'll continue with this. I have to think of what I'm going to do next, uh, but I leave that open for suggestion as well. Maybe I'll even put a poll up. I really do enjoy doing these Origins podcasts, and I hope that people enjoy listening to them. They're very quick, kind of fun little deals. Thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. See you next time.